Hello, welcome to our first podcast, and thank you for listening. My name is Kasim, the new editor of Sitavana, a queer digital online magazine in Botswana. And our very first episode today will be a conversation I had with Shantilu, a great, iconic, amazing queer singer from Botswana. If you're from here, you'll remember them from The Great Days of Mukarahana, which aired every Saturday on BTV. Recording this, we didn't think it'll end up as a podcast, but here we are now. Listen into my insightful chat with Shanti and please enjoy. How was it, like the gay scene, the queer culture back, back then and now? Do you, can you spot the difference and if you spot the difference, how is it? How is the gay scene? Yes. Um, first of all, let me actually just note that until we start, the LGBTI community starts looking uh, within as just normal. Mm. I know we are brain damaged because of all the, the, the prejudices that we've, we've experienced, right? But... We needn't look at it now in 2020 as an occasion to be gay. It's really neither here nor there. I need for people to first understand that in actual fact, it's a really small segment of who you are in entirety. So that said, it was difficult was difficult because it was unprecedented mm. but you know what i wasn't too concerned about labels and being gay or being not gay or blah 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 mm. what i was always interested in was to be an authentic person mm. so i knew from a very young age that I had to be authentic to self. If that meant the LGBTI part coming out, I don't have a problem with that because you know what? That means I can sleep better at night. Okay? Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, depending on which generation you're from, yeah. this is something that a lot of male homosexual people yeah. have difficulty in. Mm-hmm understand that i feel like a lot of people just like with your example you attach it to your true self and if that means your sexuality comes out then you need to be comfortable with it Mm -hmm. so with that being said let's talk about sexual like you said like sexuality with men like do you see the difference between sexuality with men and sexuality with women I think societally women have been trained to be really conservative about their sexuality and that's still ongoing. However, I do boast a group of friends, female friends, mm. that are very open about yeah. their sexuality, married or not. Mm. And I think that's a huge achievement in a patriarchal society like yes. we live in. Mm. But men, on the other hand, have never had a problem, married or not. So I don't think that, I think the environment, the atmosphere has always been favorable more to men than it is to women. 
But guess who carries the more power? The women. Uh-huh. And that's true. That's very true. Are you, like, are you catching up with this generation's new labels? Because you said you're learning. Do you know much about, like, sexuality, about gender, about all those new things? Yes, I'm still learning. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, I know a lot more about my sexuality. Okay. What I have learned about sexuality in entirety is that it's very fluid. I liked that movie Fifty Shades of Grey because it really, it, the title itself just articulates what sexuality is all about. We are different hues and degrees and varieties of sexuality. Some people bent more to this side, others bent to the other side. But you know what? The key aspect here is existence. Because you might feel this way today and feel another way the next day. And that is evident in the testimonies that I have because I've lived a little bit longer. (laughs) So a, a person can approach you. I've had people who have approached me, men and women, equally or similarly. And they say, you know what? I'm not inclined this way, but... I like you. So it has happened so many times that it has made me really think about what sexuality sexuality is really about. And what I have discovered is that sexuality, um, you might as well say it in the same line like fluidity because sexuality is very complex. It's a huge spectrum. So we need for people to start exercising their right to just be unapologetically. Do you understand what I mean? I'm saying this because I'm trying to also underline the fact that being otherwise inclined, (laughs) contrary to popular belief, there's no big deal about it. Okay? Let us start looking at people for their abilities, for their talents, for their heart, for their brain. Do you understand what I mean? Because also within the LGBTI community, if you really delve a lot into it, you're going to get very confused about the different labels. And I wish there wasn't any labels. I wish people could just be allowed to be. But then I also understand that they have to do that to put things more into perspective. You understand? So, yeah. But it shouldn't be like that. Okay? What we have been given as a God right is the ability to love. As people in general. So whether you are gay or straight... God will always. God, the agenda. I put it to you that gender in this case becomes secondary. Yeah. The whole scheme of things because you are first attracted to the person, and you know what? 
just because they're discovering it when they're 40 or 23 or 61 doesn't mean that we should uh, discriminate against them. Look, blooming takes time. Accepting yourself takes time. So those are the things that we should be focusing on. Offering people like that the opportunity to do it by themselves as well as offering them the opportunity to actually do it at their own time. At their own pace. Nobody has any right to pressure anybody. I'm in an industry where media particularly will force you to have to declare something. And I'm saying that's just wrong if you really come to think of it. Because do straight people go around declaring that they're straight? No. Why does that have to be about gay people? I just want to understand. You understand what I mean? So for me, I've always thought to myself, you know what? I need to live an authentic life. I I was never caught up in, am I gay or straight? (laughs) It's not. It's just not um, important. I think one last question is what simple advice do you give for the younger generation of Botswana, the youth, the queer youth of Botswana? What advice would you give them? I'm going to tell you what, I'm, what advice I'm giving to all the youth of Botswana, not just queer ones. I'm not aligned and I don't conform. I'm unconformed. Is follow your heart. Existence comes only once, gay or straight. I'm not a spokesperson for LGBTI people, but I can be a spokesperson for people who seek inspiration. Do you understand? As for the queer young people, I would say, you know what? It's okay. You don't have to suffer anymore. We live in a very inclusive society now. Just, all you need to do is to refer back to what the, uh, our, our state president says about inclusion. Mm. Not just across sexuality or orientation, but across color, across background, across everything. And that's what we need to be thinking about. That so-and-so is doing this in the private life really should not concern us. We've got much bigger fish to fry. You understand what I mean? Yeah, so I'd say to the young person, you know what, just trust yourself, pray. I know when you're younger, you don't understand the concept of prayer, but it says, and God is for everybody. And so whoever is listening to this and they are maybe aligned in a certain way, God is for all of us, honey. Do you understand? And as long as you don't have hate in your heart, vengeance in your heart, you are godly. So I want young people to believe that. Yeah, thank you so much.
it was wonderful interview. You did amazing. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Thank you very much for listening in until this point. To read more and also check out the editorial we shot with Shanti, visit stamini.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Apple Music at Stamini. Catch you on the next episode. Thank you.